I've been like waiting till the last minute, Alan. I think maybe, you know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Gonna sit in your lap. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. What the hell are you doing on my roof? I'll return to that solitaire game later. It's Christmas episode time. Oh boy. Uh, what here we are. Wait, hold on. No, we have to talk about the solitaire game. Is it uh Oh. Just standard well, or were... Tri Peaks? What uh I... Spider? I don't do any of the fancy Free stuff. Cell? I do the one card. The, <laughs> the like the one card at a time, so I have a chance of winning. Uh huh. I don't know how people I don't know how people play the three card. I never win well, if I do the three card one. It's a challenge. Ever. It's easy to win with the one card. Well, yeah, but I still don't always win. <laughs> <laughs> it's still challenging to me. Yeah. Do you um when you play it, do you have still it? What? When you when you play solitaire, do you have it where um where you can only go through three times, or do you have it infinite times no. you can flip through the infinite. deck? Okay, so yeah, you're you're infinite. really on beginner level, right? Yeah, here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like kind of okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> well, you're you're playing on rookie mode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, my you know my grandma used to play like analog solitaire. Mm-hmm. Like she actually laid out all the cards on the kitchen table. And uh, I know she cheated because she would always look at me and she'd be like, I'm going to cheat. And I'd be like, okay, okay. It, here's like the it's thing. Okay. <laughs> Are you really cheating at solitaire if there's no one you're playing no. against? Like who uh, – who Not are really. you cheating against? You're, you're just yeah. going, no, I want to look at this card right now. <laughs> yeah, you're just cheating yourself. Yeah, it's not. But you can't, you know, yeah. I don't think that counts as cheating. It's not the same thing. No. <laughs> yeah. And if she lost, she'd be like, oh, Saul got that one. Because if Saul was a person, Saul in solitude. I like that. You know what? That, yeah. That's a charming thing to say. I approve of it that. It was charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the what do we call it? We call it the spooktacular, right? The Christmas spooktacular, uh, winter holiday spooktacular. We don't want to include um, any Fine. anyone celebrating uh, Festivus or Hanukkah. Ooh, or yeah. why did yeah. I put Festivus first in that list? I, uh, I feel like it has more <laughs> celebrants than other holidays. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like Festivus might be beating Kwanzaa at this point. I don't just say it. I don't know anyone who's ever celebrated Kwanzaa. And, and it's not like I only have ever known white people in my life. Like if I knew yeah. white people who were celebrating Kwanzaa, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I would have questions. Um, but I, Every everyone I've ever known of the African American persuasion, Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. It's um, yeah, pretty much Christmas. So, yeah. I don't know. I what feel do like know? Kwanzaa 
was one of those things we learned about in school. Um, yeah. Like they taught us in elementary school about, you know, there's Christmas, there's Hanukkah, and there's Kwanzaa. And right. they taught us details, and that was the last I ever heard of it being a thing. <laughs> it's like cursive. Yeah, it's, it's almost <laughs> right. Yeah. It's almost like it only existed on Sesame Street or something mm-hmm. like like I don't know. I, I'm sure there are people who celebrate it, but you just don't see it much. I yeah. This is this is worth a Google. Let's see. Okay. How many people actually How celebrate? How many people celebrate Quans? <laughs> I don't know how many years we've done a winter holiday spooktacular now. Um, There's nothing spooky about it either. We just thought that'd be fun to call it that. But uh, this is the 2023 Christmas winter holiday spooktacular. Wherein Um, we're going to cover Jingle All the Way, a film. Yes. Starring Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And more importantly... A novel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, according to EliteDaily.com, as of 2000 and was that 18? Yes. Um, as if I can see your screen. <laughs> 500,000 to 2 million Americans. Well, that's not that's insignificant. Not, no, that's not a, yeah. a tiny amount. Um, that's not nothing. So... I guess I guess really though I I should have thought of this before you could celebrate Christmas and Kwanzaa. Oh, it's not yeah, like, it's like they're not exclusive. It's, yeah, cuz yeah. Kwanzaa happens starts on the 26th. So it it's okay. actually technically competing with Boxing Day. Oh, <laughs> I mean, no man compete with Boxing Day, right? And Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa definitely beats Boxing Day. All Boxing oh, Day yeah. is is a punchline from people. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I'm sure well, we're gonna have a Canadian listening that's get that gets very offended by my Boxing Day slander. But yeah, uh, get better holidays. I, that's it. I, yeah. I'd be curious to know what Boxing Day is all about. I have really have no idea they, they, what it uh, has to do with. They just watch old Muhammad Ali matches. Oh, cool! That sounds like a fun holiday. Yeah, I that's could, it. I could get down with that. It, yeah, that's not that's not <laughs> correct for anyone who thought I knew what I was talking about. That's not right. <laughs> I always thought it had to do with wrapping presents, but then it would be late. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure Boxing Day is the day after. I could be wrong. Okay, you know okay. what? How about we just go with this? I, Nathan, do not know anything about holidays uh, with any level of certainty. Cool. Uh, no, it is. It's December 26th. Never mind. I take it back. Wow. I know everything about holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert. I know it all. Um, yes. Let's see. Boxing Day. Uh, it is... A holiday celebrated after Christmas Day occurring on the second day of Christmastide. Uh, it originates as a holiday to give gifts to poor people. Today, Boxing Day forms part of Christmas uh, celebrations with people choosing to take advantage of Boxing Day sales. So, so oh, it's like Black Friday. So it started <laughs> as a, we should help the needy. 
And it ended yeah. with, hey, did you hear it's 20% off at Lululemon? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how most holidays yeah. go? So I, yeah. I stand by my statement, Canada, do better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... The day after Christmas might as well be Boxing Day because I swear to God, like 45% of my chores now are just breaking down Amazon boxes and taking them to the recycling bin. That sounds correct. So it's a lot of work. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's – um Yeah. We we tend to just set them outside going, we'll break those down oh. in a little bit and then yeah. uh, forget <laughs> about it and then the rain does it for us eventually. Yeah. <laughs> This morning I was taking out a load of boxes and the New England winds sort of caught me Uh-oh. and I managed to hold on to everything, but I felt like I might like take off at any <laughs> second. Like <laughs> the box was forming wings and shit. Yeah. Um, I hear that um, upwards of a hundred thousand people uh, perish that way every year <laughs> in the wilds of New England. Yes. Uh, yeah. I've seen a few people flying around, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems accurate. Um, well, I'm clearly celebrating Christmas with my, uh, it turns out I didn't try this on until now, mm-hmm. but this is a child size Santa hat. And yeah. so it's a little tight on my brain. It looks, it looks good. It doesn't look that snug. Thank you. Um, no, I don't, maybe, maybe because it's so tight, your head looks more muscular. Maybe that's a, <laughs> That's good. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> Your bulging head muscles are rippling through that thing. <sighs> That'll work. Yeah. Um, we, we bought them sight unseen at the grocery store. And we did not check head sizes. Yes. They, at the grocery store? Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you want? To not buy headgear at the grocery store. That's what I want. <laughs> we don't go anywhere anymore. And we we only go to the grocery store. I mean, I guess it it's winter up there. Going to the grocery store yeah. is still like you have to fight the Wolverines and um the Yetis. There's yeah. there's yeah. always an avalanche or two on the way anywhere, so it's risky even going to the grocery store. It's true. The locals are surprisingly aggressive out there. <laughs> it it turns into a whole uh, dystopian sort of winterland every three, yeah. like for three months every year. That's true. Fun. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Yeah. Uh. What what do we what do we even want to talk about first here? Well, I mean, we, there's we so to much people... to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say at, there is there's there's a good bit you can talk about with this movie and, slash novelization. So I you know it was my idea for us to read the novelization of the film. Yes, and um, I. It was a pretty worthless idea, I have to say. Uh, I I strongly disagree. Um, so okay. really, well, first off, let's let's tell everyone what this movie is if they haven't ever seen it. Yes, which it's a holiday classic at this point. If you haven't seen it, there's going to be spoilers, yeah. and you really it only have yourself oh, yeah. to blame. So totally, totally. Um, yeah. 
1996 American Christmas family comedy film directed by Brian Levant. If you're curious who that is, he's also yeah. famous for directing The Flintstones. Oh. The Flintstones God, Viva Rock shit. Vegas. Oh, and God, what a horrible piece of shit. Snow Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Probably his best work. I don't yeah. know it. <laughs> yeah. Snow Dogs is uh, it also exists. Um, this movie stars Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad as two rival fathers. Mattress salesman Howard Langston. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's, that's Schwarzenegger. And yep. postal worker Myron Larrabee. Both desperately trying yeah. to purchase a Turbo Man action figure for their respective sons on a last-minute shopping spree on Christmas Eve. The film's title is borrowed from the lyrics of the popular Christmas song, Jingle Bells. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> you don't fucking say. Um, oh, it was man. produced, one of the producers was the same guy that did Home Alone, I believe. Chris Chris Columbus? Yeah, yeah. If I got that right? Okay. That, that is correct. I... Uh, so I spent way too much time on IMDb and Wikipedia while I was watching the movie. Um, <laughs> it, this movie was bad enough that Brian Levant, the director yeah. was quote unquote, put in director jail. Um, oh no. And not allowed to direct real movies for a little <laughs> bit. Oh uh, yeah. My daughter's one word review was terrible. Though <laughs> she has no taste, what does she know? It okay. Is the movie good? No. Are you asking me? No. Okay, no, no. I'm okay. I'm no. leading into something. Here. Yeah. Is it a good movie? No. No. It's, it's not a good movie. It's no. a bad movie. Is it enjoyable in how bad it is? Yeah. It's it's yes. <laughs> it's I, enjoyably terrible. <laughs> I will say this for this movie: it moves. That's true. There is not a second of downtime in this mm -hmm. movie. The most downtime is at the diner, um, which doesn't take very long. And the only other downtime I can think of is when he's like feeding beer to the reindeer. Yeah. When he's uh, when he's hanging out with the reindeer um, <laughs> in Ted's backyard. We'll explain all of yeah. that in a little bit. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll um, get there. Yeah. Uh, those are those are the only two. It's also the only moments of emotional depth. Yes. Um, really, yes. like if you want to break down the theme of this movie, the theme of the movie appears to be um, if you are a terrible father, you should go to no no lengths. Like you, you go as far as you can to yes. get your child a toy. And that fixes yes. everything. That's it. Yes. That's that's the solution. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a commentary on how crazy. And looking at it now, this came out in '96. How old is this movie? This is like twenty-seven, uh, ninety-six, twenty-something years. Yeah, yeah. 20, almost thirty years old. It, it, it's a real comment on those times because I mean, you remember people dying. Mm -hmm on like a black Friday to try to get a tickle me Elmo or some shit like that. So, okay. So it's interesting. You said that they, yeah. so the movie was written, um, to talk like inspired by the cabbage patch craze in the eighties. Oh, you remember that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It very just much so. Yes. Happened to come out the same year as tickle me Elmo. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah this movie did yeah oh that was 96 yeah oh, wow. so they accidentally timed it out right <laughs> oh that's crazy <laughs> they wow. had they had no idea and they put the movie out and then people were beating the crap out of each other for tickle me oh, elmo's man. uh yeah. at walmart literally and uh, yeah yeah you know it's uh <laughs> it, it worked out <laughs> <laughs> now you now you can find videos of tickle me elmos without the fur mm-hmm. and it's it's the most horribly disturbing thing yeah. you've ever seen this plastic child-sized skeleton <laughs> so uh when my when my child was super into sesame street yeah i was tempted at one point to find one of those videos Oh, yes. On the off chance that it would make it where I never had to hear about Elmo ever again. <laughs> Just terrify him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's some light childhood trauma. Um, sure, sure. For sure. my own peace of mind. Um, I like it. No, we we all do it. We all yeah. do it. We have to. It, yeah. I didn't do it. So don't. No one get upset. Um, so, so we, I don't know. Did you read and then watch? Well, did you even watch the movie again? Because you've oh, seen it a zillion times. Okay, Justin. Of course I watched the movie. It is the holiday okay. season. I was going to watch the movie anyway because it's a Christmas oh. tradition for me to watch this movie and point out nice. the many plot holes. The thousands of plot holes. In fact, the whole whole plot is a hole. It's just one hole. <laughs> um... A drain, if yeah. you will. <laughs> I So I sat down. This all happened yesterday. I sat down okay. and I read this book in an hour and a half because it Good is – Good for you. It is what? A hundred and – a hundred and seventeen oh, pages? Something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a quick read because it's bad. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well – this okay so the novelization was written by husband and wife couple uh let me see here this is the best reason we bought the novelization uh david cody weiss and bobby jg weiss Mm -hmm. based on the screenplay by randy cornfield that's corn like the band yeah with a k um and uh david and bobby um basically i mean they filled in the details but like all the you can you can hear the script mm-hmm. beats in your head when you're reading it because it's just I mean that's what a novelization is but it just follows the beats complete and the movie honestly follows those same beats almost completely yeah it, it yeah. seemed like the only place yeah it's it's spot on on everything the only okay so there's one change yeah and it makes me think that this was written for like a scholastic book fair. Okay. So we talked about <laughs> feeding the reindeer beer. Um, yes. In the book, he feeds the reindeer soda. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. Okay. It's yeah. the one change I noticed. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm guessing it was for Scholastic Book Fair, and we can't. They said we can't say beer in beer. one of these yeah. books it's gotta be and the mailman's putting booze in his coffee at one point yeah, yeah. I don't, and they didn't mention that in the book i don't know um <laughs> they they did pad out the movie a little bit for time i mean it's a short movie it's what probably an hour and a half maybe something like yeah. that <laughs> and uh 
I, they definitely padded out like the the Santa bust scene mm-hmm. with a bunch of like fighting Santas because I don't think that was all in the book. No, but, you know, like there a was book. a fight, but the fight was like two paragraphs long. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but we got to we got to read the about the authors. Yes, because this was this was like worth the price the four fifty five I paid for this on eBay. Um. Let's see. You want to read the first one, or I'll read the second one? Oh, sure. Um, Okay. Stolen from Gypsies as a child. (laughs) Not PC anymore. (laughs) No. David Cody Weiss was raised in suburban comfort until his teens. Then his true heritage claimed him, and he broke loose of the middle-class straitjacket, going forth and having many jobs, no two alike. When he acquired a wife and a partner... He decided that becoming a writer was better than working for a living. His goal is to become independently wealthy, and he thanks you for buying this book. <laughs> and delivered one Christmas morning by reindeer instead of a stork, Bobby J.G. Weiss has spent most of her life avoiding reality, capital R, and to this day still keeps up a personal correspondence with Rudolph. Clinging to the belief that cartoons are real, that cats speak English, and that coffee bestows superpowers, she is fit for no other profession than that of writer. With her husband, she has penned novels, comic books, animation, trading cards, CD-ROMs, mm-hmm. and dumb little comic strips for orange juice cartons. <laughs> One day, she hopes to become a cartoon. <laughs> Don't you want to know? That's the best writing. Yeah. Those are the best writing in the whole book. There, There's one. Okay. So there is one paragraph in the book that I actually enjoyed. I'm, I marked okay. this paragraph so we could, uh, we could oh, enjoy this. You. And yeah. I, I uh, am 1000% certain they wrote this paragraph and went, wow, this is a good, like yeah. they just stopped work for the day. Because they felt yeah. satisfied after that one single paragraph. Okay. They went and made love to each other. Yeah. They- <laughs> exactly. So, okay. To set the scene, for those who haven't seen the movie, again, watch the movie. Um, watch the movie. What are you so, doing? So, well, okay. I'm a, Before I read it, I'm going to summarize the plot up to this point. Because we need okay. the whole plot. Howard sure. is a mattress salesman, but he's a bad father. He misses his son's karate, and his son was very upset about it. Um, but then he promised he'd get his son a Turbo Man action figure to his That's wife. Right. And uh, his wife was like, did you get the doll yet? And he went, yeah, sure. And then panicked because he hadn't. And the next day was Christmas Eve. So he went to every toy store in the world, Um, which this is another side note in the book. Um, The least necessary detail that they moved in from the movie into the book is that he went to the toy store. Toys, toys, toys. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, Like you can just say the toy store, but they like three times typed out toys, toys, toys. When they talked about parking lots and bags, it's so unnecessary. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Yes. Um, went to all these toy stores. They don't have it because it's Christmas Eve and everyone bought this toy. So he goes to the right. Mall of America and they're having a raffle and there are balls <sighs> that they're going to use to do a lottery system to give people the Turbo Man action figures that they have. And a ball goes bouncing everywhere. Um, 
he wants the ball. So this is the paragraph that was actually a good paragraph to me. Okay. Had Howard been possessed of a scientific turn of mind, the next few minutes might have been an endless fascinating study in physics, covering ballistics, probability patterns, the ever-changing velocity of an elastic sphere as it collided with various (laughs) obstacles and rebounded in a completely unpredictable manner. But being a simple salesman, what Howard saw was a ping pong ball with an evil sense of humor. It's the one valid paragraph in the entire book. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Exactly. And I I know that the two of them wrote that. And then they probably just sat there and looked at it for a while and went, can we put this in this book? Is this too good for the book? (laughs) I think, mm. (laughs) yeah. I wish them well. God knows if they're even still with us. But yeah. um, I wonder if they wrote other novelizations. I don't know. I'm not eager to read any more novelizations <laughs> after this, to be quite honest. The reason it occurred to me, I just remembered this, Nathan. I was, did we live there in 96? I was ill as a child often. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember being sick one time and I, I couldn't watch TV. I was laying in bed all day and my mom went to Walmart and she came back with something for me to read. Cause at the time I was reading like Animorphs a lot. Right. And there were no new Animorphs or something. And what she brought back was the novelization of Jingle All the Way. <laughs> and so I have ostensibly, I read this as a child at some point around 1996, I guess. I don't know. I don't really remember. And so that's what made me even think of oh, reading the book again. <laughs> that it blows it really blows my mind that this is even a book. I, I really Yeah. Um yeah. so David Cody Weiss, I've just looked him up on Goodreads. Okay. Um he has written classics such as um Age of Aquariums, the twentieth book in the Sabrina the Teenage Witch book series. Oh, wow. Uh, Good Switch, Bad Switch, the third book in the Sabrina the Teenage Witch book series. That one was with Bobby. All right. Um, Okay. Let's see. Uh, He wrote for the Smallville Smallville series for young adults. Um, More Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He wrote a book from The Secret World of Alex Mack. Oh, nice. That's something I remember fondly. Uh, The two of them wrote a book from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, they did some Nickelodeon work. Yeah. Yeah. So that, number one, that gives further credence to my idea that this was a Scholastic Book Fair book. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And number two, uh, good on him. That's a lot of good stuff right there. (laughs) Yeah. I would kill for their career as a writer, honestly. That sounds like fun. (laughs) They're they're just having fun. They're having fun with their books. That's the whole thing. Ooh. Can we switch gears to the film? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. They wrote the California Raisins, the ultimate collection. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh my. One listen, one year on this podcast, we have got to do the California Raisins Christmas special. Yes. I remember Mark this. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that was the Christmas special I loved the most. Yes. When I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Love it's claymation. If if anyone hasn't seen it, it's amazing. I'm yeah. sure it's on YouTube at this point. It's 
awesome. Yeah, it, um, it's uh, and it's not even ironically good. I I actually thought it was very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I think I taped it at some point, so it may be on a VHS in my basement somewhere. Ooh, God man. knows. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So let's talk about the film a little bit. I mean, the film opens Mm -hmm. with what I think is arguably a better movie, which is the, (laughs) the, the, the turbo man. (laughs) Yeah. A a, a turbo man episode basically. And who is turbo man? Well, turbo man is this red and gold superhero with a rocket pack and, shooters and a boomerang yeah and he's just you know picture iron man meets the flash that's the rocketeer and the rocketeer that's what they this essentially was and then the uh the movie is essentially uh power rangers yes it was filmed in the same place as power rangers to make it look like power rangers that's right i looked it up (laughs) Is that real? Yeah. That's real? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah, Power Rangers were obviously huge at this time. I was huge into Power Rangers at this age. Um, Booster, the pink – is he a saber-toothed tiger? Is he yeah. a lion? I think he's supposed to be a saber-toothed tiger. I, okay. I With a gold thong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very sexy. It's very hot. Very. Um, yeah, he is, he is Turbo Man's sidekick. Mm-hmm. And in the book, it's that the evil villain Dementor, who has a brain inside a clear glass thing filled with water, which gets all sloshy uh-huh. at times, uh-huh. <laughs> um, has taken the president and his family, and Turbo Man needs to rescue them yes. with Booster's help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to shoot off some kind of ray or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's a supervillain. They're always creating some sort of ray to destroy the Earth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Supervillains aren't smart. Because no. if they were, they would think about the fact that they're on the Earth. Um, so it's not <laughs> – it doesn't work out well if they succeed. When they destroy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Right. And that's absolutely that's what's happening here is he's planning on destroying yeah. everything and everyone, including himself. Um so we are ch- cheated of a better movie because it turns out this is how the film opens. Mm-hmm. It turns out that it's just a kid watching this on TV. This is Jamie. This is uh Arnold Arnold's or slash Howard's son. Yeah. I'm sorry, hold on. Uh, what's what's his name? You need to say Jamie. It. No, you need Jamie. To, there we go. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. Jamie. Jamie's just a huge Turbo Man fan. He's a. Yeah. I think they're called Turbo Heads. It doesn't say that in the book or movie. Oh, I just choose cool. to believe that. Um, yeah. He has posters, uh, watches the show, wants the action figure. Um, yes. Basically. Uh, had his his uh, f- first orgasm when he went to the parade, and Turbo Man was going to be featured. Like that's how yes. excited he is. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> which we'll get. And of course, um, we'll get to a parade. Yeah, we'll get there. That's the that's the the ultimate scene in the movie. Uh, Jamie's mom is there, mm-hmm. um, played by Rita Wilson. Rita uh, Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife. 
Oh, really? She's Tom Hanks' wife? I believe this is correct, yes. Wow. At that time or now or um, uh, still? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if she... Let's see. When did they get married? I had no idea. That's interesting. Rita Wilson. She... Rita Wilson. <laughs> I'm going to say this. She looks like she could be married to Tom Hanks. She she Uh-oh. is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 1988. Yeah. Oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah, they uh, they they were married at that point. She'd even given birth to Chet Hanks, everyone's everyone's favorite um, forgotten Hanks child. <laughs> <laughs> Chet. Oh boy, that's a choice to name your kid that. Well, have um, you have you ever run into anything with Chet Hanks? No, I had no idea he existed oh, until this moment. You need okay. You need to spend some time looking up Chet Hanks. Uh, okay. So, Everyone knows. Um, oh, what's what's the other one's name? <laughs> Colin. Um, his uh, Tom Hanks' other child, the axe. Chet Hanks okay. is a a rapper. Oh. <laughs> oh, that okay. Uh, that's all you need to know because you know exactly okay. how well Tom Hanks' child does at rapping. <laughs> that's amazing um, <laughs> he uh, let's see he he has been caught multiple times trying to speak in a jamaican accent uh which oh boy, oh boy. everyone goes that's cultural appropriation which is true <laughs> but the bigger offense is have you heard his Jamaican accent? It's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, not relevant so to the movie, is, but <laughs> no, no. I, I, it's it's information we all needed to know. I mean, now we all have homework. We yeah. Look up Chet Hanks. Go go look up um, Chet Hanks. Uh, White Boy Summer. That was the the song that he got in trouble for. Go look that one up, <laughs> and don't. Punish me after oh, you boy. do. <laughs> um, so Jamie's mom is there. God, what's her name in the movie or the book? Oh, I can't oh. remember right now. Um, let's see. That's Dementor. Hold on. Howard and uh, and Jamie's mom. I hate to diminish her that way because she's she's good in the movie. Uh, you know, she's actually she has a probably of- the best. Uh, the best person in the movie that's not um not ted <laughs> yeah uh liz liz it's liz, liz that's right liz 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 Spe- speaking liz. <laughs> speaking of ted ted is portrayed by the late great phil hartman mm. um always not to bring it down but it always makes me sad to see phil hartman in things yeah because he was awesome and he died in a tragic way. And this was and his last film role. No. Yeah. Oh my God. So he went out oh with my, a this, bang with the finest product he had ever been involved in. This movie does not deserve Phil Hartman. <laughs> no. Like, oh my God. No, not at all. <laughs> wow. So he plays Ted the uh, lecherous recently divorced neighbor Mm -hmm. who uh, is definitely trying to move in on Arnold's piece is basically what's going on. Yeah. And not, not subtle about it either. 
Like it's uh, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, the skipping ahead, there's a whole scene later on where Liz and Ted are in a car, and Ted yes. is telling Liz all about how she deserves better and makes a move. And Liz seems a little taken aback by this happening, to which I say, where have you been for the rest of the movie, Liz? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's so clear that, like, Ted is, like, basically boning every lady on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they're at the karate match, he's filming, and, and one woman is like, uh, oh, Ju- her name was Judy. She's like, thanks again. Here's some cookies for fixing my screen door in your window much mm-hmm. um and another woman is like can you come over and do this and blah 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 so ted is like ted's got all the time in the world yeah and he's i think in the in the novelization did they say something about him like not having to work like he had like a lawsuit or something that made him i don't know if it was money. in the novelization or the movie or both he doesn't have to work because he uh sued the company he worked for for having to inhale toxic uh, fumes from the toner in the printer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most 1996 problem. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I noticed that Jamie's room is all decked out in Marvel stuff. He's mm-hmm. got a big Captain America on his wall. Not a Turbo Man. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh. But, you know, after Howard misses the yellow belt ceremony, he's trying to console him and this sets the plot in motion and uh, he's in Jamie's room and it's just all decked out in Marvel stuff, which I thought was cool. It's ahead of its time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for now. Yeah, that wasn't – I mean, no one cared about Marvel at that point. No. that was Not at all. Well, um, that was pre – that was even before the first Spider-Man movie, right? Like the first oh, yeah. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, yeah. And before the first uh, X-Men movie, too, which is like 2000, 2001, I think, which kind of set it off, mm-hmm. set it all in motion. So Arnold at one point is wearing this. Is, this stood out to me because uh, this was everywhere when I was a kid because I was growing up in the like Atlanta area. He has a 1996 Atlanta Olympics mm-hmm. sweatshirt on, mm-hmm. which I'm guessing is just a nod to the time. I don't know, and Arnold being a, a bodybuilder and all that, yeah. you know, an athlete. So uh, that stood out to me. Uh, let's see. We skip ahead to the store <laughs> where we first meet Myron. Oh, and- Myron. <laughs> um, played by Sinbad. Uh, played by Sinbad. Uh, he, uh, okay. I've got casting notes here. We can talk about casting now, or we yeah. can talk about casting later. I'll leave it up to you. Okay. Okay. Let, no, let's talk no, about it now. No, and let's summarize the movie. Then we'll talk about the casting. Okay. Because right. there were a few different choices for both roles, oh. all of which might have been a more interesting movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I, I will just say I think Sinbad is um, – if there's a reason to watch this movie mm-hmm. – I mean, and they don't let him, they don't like take the reins off completely. Oh, no. Not only do they not take the reins off, this is an IMDb fact for you. Okay. Okay. They just handed over the reins to him. Almost every line of dialogue 
in that movie from Sinbad improvised. Oh, wow. <laughs> that shows that totally because Arnold can't really improv. No, no. <laughs> so, like, Sinbad is like throwing a ball, and mm-hmm. Arnold's like, it hits him in the face, and yeah. he's like, Bubba Duba. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not, the flow is definitely not, he's not, they're not going to make another movie yeah. together. Arnold, Let's put it that way. Arnold's not a yes and guy. He's, no. <laughs> he's more of a but why guy, which is yeah. not correct. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I actually do think Sinbad is good in this movie as the disgruntled mm-hmm. postal worker, Myron Lar- Larrabee. Is that right? Larrabee? Uh, Larrabee? I, Something I like that. I think it's Laramie. 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 Yes. Yeah. Um, who he also, uh, they don't really get too into his situation aside from he has a kid and he doesn't want yeah. to disappoint the kid. He also it's, needs yeah. a Turbo Man action figure for his child. He wasn't able to buy one because he was busy being a mailman is the reason right. they give. <laughs> it might also be because he's um, an alcoholic mailman who is just pouring <laughs> yeah. booze into his coffee and diners. And um, he's also bad at being a mailman because he never delivers any mail during the whole movie (laughs) not to give this film more than it's due but you know if the movie is trying to make any sort of social commentary it's like look at arnold the successful white businessman Mm -hmm. out searching for the same toy that he can't get even though he can try to buy his way Mm. versus simbad the Scraping by working class African American, right? We all have the same problems. Uh, yeah, we're all bad fathers. That's so. right. <laughs> if we have anything in common, <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, okay. So they meet at the toy store, and inside the toy store, you know, Arnold gets laughed to pieces because he's looking for a Turbo Man, and everyone knows he can't get a Turbo Man. I, I. Th- think one of the workers in the toy store is the same guy did you chris parnell dr spitch yeah that's chris parnell <laughs> rock uh yes this is pre his stint on snl it's his first movie role oh that's awesome mm-hmm. that's great there's um, a couple of cool people that pop up in this movie yeah, yeah and he gets uh he gets choked by arnold um yeah so that's fun for him <laughs> <laughs> which is an honor really yeah. you know <laughs> honestly if you uh, were in a movie where that happened wouldn't that come up in conversation fairly often for you like oh, wouldn't yeah. you bring it oh, up absolutely oh yeah no that guy i he choked me one time it was crazy yeah. <laughs> anytime i'm being interviewed i'd be like yeah i got choked by Arnold Schwarzenegger. it was awesome <laughs> it was great what a great moment of my career what yeah. do you think about oh, your cool. current movie well it's pretty good i didn't get choked by arnold in this one i did one time though <laughs> yeah did i tell you that story yeah <laughs> um let's see so you know it's a lot of like arnold going to stores not finding the doll myron always seems to be there mm-hmm. uh intercut with ted trying to put the moves on liz yeah and um, that's basically the movie for a while. Yeah, um, um, we are we are we going to talk about uh, the cookie scene? I, you know, I have a note about the cookie scene. Okay. <laughs> that, Speaking of Ted, <laughs> cell phones are not widely available at this point, so you get a lot of great 
scenes of Arnold calling on payphones mm-hmm. in various locations. He calls his house and Ted picks up, having sent Liz to the shower because, you know, she's just working so hard baking cookies on Christmas Completely Eve. Completely normal thing to do. I always send my neighbors to the shower. Like, is yeah. that not? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And so Ted picks up the phone. He's eating these cookies, and he sounds like he is, you know, coming to climax while he's eating these cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember what the line was. Arnold says, "Like, take your hands off my cookies," or something like that. <laughs> yeah, those cookies aren't for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And Ted, I mean, Phil Hartman is so masterful. He's just like, "Oh, these are." Oh my god. I have to get the recipe. Oh. <laughs> Liz is in the shower. Do you want me to go get her? <laughs> this guy is so lucky he doesn't get his lights punched out in this movie. I mean, like, it should have happened. Like, Arnold should have beat the living shit out of Phil Hartman in this movie, oh, yeah. but it didn't happen. And if and uh if they had gotten in any sort of altercation, he dies immediately. Like one punch. Oh yeah, he's dead. Totally. Like Phil Hartman. He's totally dead. Phil Hartman versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. Three seconds max. No contest. <laughs> yeah. The movie, you know, in the book, I think it says it's set in a major metropolitan area. They left it very general. Minneapolis. But in the movie, yeah, yeah. In the movie, it's clearly Minneapolis, St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mall of America is there. You can see it written on buildings and stuff. So yeah. it, it does have a, a bit of a location. Um, there is a character uh, who is woven throughout the storyline, a police officer oh, yeah. um, <laughs> who works for the Twin Cities Police Department. Fun yes. fact, not a thing. Uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul are separate municipalities. They do not ah. share a police force. So – uh, Brian uh, Levin, do better next time you make a movie about Minneapolis. <laughs> Just do some yeah. baseline research on the cop that you're putting in the movie. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, this all leads up to that mall scene we we talked about where Arnold is chasing down a bouncy ball mm-hmm. with a number on it, trying to, again, trying to get a... Uh, a turbo man when he runs into is that James Belushi as Santa? Yes, as the shifty Santa. Yes. Okay. Um the the lesser Belushi, yes, is Mall Santa. I mean. Uh this is after he accosts a toddler um oh, in yeah. a ball pit <laughs> because the toddler has gotten the ping pong ball, and then a woman beats him with a purse and screams pervert at him. <laughs> Yeah. And then a whole group of women go yeah. in beating him with a purse. Because he's a pervert. He's, pervert. Yeah. he's trying to uh, get <laughs> – he's offering to go buy a snack for a random toddler that's in a ball pit. <laughs> the women Creepy. are right. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're, they're right. Creepy toddler, by the way. Yeah. And Arnold's like, hello, little girl. They're like, that's a girl? That, that looks like, like a weird little boy. <laughs> It, creepy little boy no the uh the toddler it looked like um kind of like a, a cabbage patch doll come to life type of situation yes. not good yeah um, or like if stewart had been shrunk down to actual <laughs> toddlers yeah yeah that's good i wanna i wanna <laughs> stuart uh when i was sick 
which all I did when I was sick was read this book mm-hmm. and watch compilations of old Mad TV. Yeah. It was pretty good. Pretty good. You know what? We missed a very important thing about this book. Um, okay. This is not about the content of the book, my reading of the book. So okay. I, I told you when I was planning on reading this book. Yes. Um, so I, on Wednesday this week, what I, I had gotten a summons to uh, be the uh, what grand jury. It was a grand jury oh summons. Oh, my God. A grand jury? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, and I had spoken to you about jury duty. So right. you had told me how long and boring the waiting process was. Right. And so I was like, well, long and boring. I know how I can fill that time. <laughs> so I brought Jingle all the way. I walked through downtown holding the novelization <laughs> of Jingle all the way. I went through the security checkpoint in the um, the district. Is it district? Is it county? I don't know. Courthouse. Whatever it is. Yeah, oh, the courthouse. I yeah. had to put my Jingle all the way in their x-ray machine it went through they they x-rayed jingle all the way i go up and it turns out um there is no waiting period if it's a summons for a grand jury oh <laughs> you just, you just go, go straight into the courtroom and they just start calling people one by one going you got a reason you can't be on a grand jury so i was there for like 10 minutes before i went up and went yeah i have a reason and they went, okay, and sent me on my way. So <laughs> I had carried the novelization of Jingle All the Way across town and through multiple <laughs> – because I had to go through security on the way out too. Multiple security right. points <laughs> for no reason. Ju- there's just a whole group of people in the city of Nashville who think I'm a lunatic that just reads novelizations <laughs> for my own amusement (laughs) that's great that's the best thing to happen because of this (laughs) um are you willing to share why you can't serve on a grand jury i i is not not on the podcast we'll talk about later (laughs) socialist i get it um (laughs) i you know what i was tempted i to, to tell him uh well i don't believe that the legal system is fair to anyone and i don't believe that i would tell anyone that they need to go to trial um but instead i gave him a real answer <laughs> okay fair enough, That's uh, fair enough. <laughs> anyway so, anyway so we after the super Bowl fiasco and the pervert uh purse beating pervert. Um, <laughs> pervert. um they used to happen a lot more in movies women beating people with purses yeah where you know what bring that back i want Bring it back. I want more purse beatings and more uh, screaming of pervert in modern movies. I like it. (laughs) Let Brian Levant Um, direct everything. He'll 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 slip it in. He'll be good. He's gonna direct Bottoms too, Uh, (laughs) the one you don't want to see. I didn't see Bottoms. I I don't know. I, you know what, I I would love for people to give him a shot with that track record at like yeah. a major mo, like give him a one hundred million dollar budget and let's see what happens. Yeah. 
I want a movie like that from this guy. (laughs) Let's roll the dice. So we meet up with Shifty Santa Claus, a.k.a. James Belushi, Mm -hmm. and his elf. And uh, they have some uh, hot, I guess you would say, Turbo Men figures. I guess. I've been trying to figure out my whole life what the actual crime was. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. Maybe it's that they're... they're, um, they're knockoffs and they're they're getting yeah. busted for counterfeit sales. I don't really know. <laughs> right. So Arnold drives these two men to their factory, which is filled with Santa Clauses and elves and Mrs. Clauses, all apparently dealing in, yeah, like you say, knockoff action figures and toys. I guess. I don't. I don't know what they're doing that's that's criminal. <laughs> it gets busted by the cops like two minutes later. Spoiler alert. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. Best part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there is no real explanation as to why the cops are busting it aside from yeah. the Santas shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> right. Bad Santas. Um, and, uh, I mean, he proceeds – Arnold buys a Turbo Man – wrapped mm-hmm. from them at the sum of $300. And uh, in the book, I think they say he, he shakes the box and he speaks in Korean. Yeah. But in the movie, it was definitely Spanish. Yeah. It, it was, was definitely Spanish Korean. turbo man. <laughs> um, I don't know if David and David Cody Weiss and BJ Weiss just don't know what um, Spanish sounds like. And they were just guessing <laughs> what language it was. It's definitely right. Spanish. <laughs> So then the cops bust in out of nowhere. There's no there's no setup shot for this the cops bursting in. They just battering ram through the door mm-hmm. and they're in. And uh, it's a bust. Everyone scatters. Oh, was the fight before that? The fight was fight before, before that. Yeah. He he okay. fights all the Santas. He fights um Right. He he fights a a Santa with candy cane nunchucks. Um, yes. fun fact. Great. That was originally cut out of the UK version of the movie because it depicted nunchucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody in the 90s was real scared about kids having ninja weapons. <laughs> um, anyway, you know, fights that guy, uh, fights uh, a couple other Santas, chokes Vern Troyer Little at person one Santa. point. Um, was that Vern Troyer? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that was Vern Troyer? Uh-huh. Wow, there was many me. Oh, um, man. And then fights the biggest <laughs> Santa in the world. Um, yes. And then uh, cops bust in. <laughs> yeah. And then all, all hell breaks loose. And he gets out, Arnold gets out by flashing a toy, convenient, a toy uh, <laughs> policeman's badge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And talks his way out of the situation with a knockoff James Gandolfini. Mm-hmm. And uh, then does he run out of gas and he ends up at the diner? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the next scene. Yep. You know. And they really... And him and Myron have a real heart to heart. Yes, they almost bond, and then a radio station announces that they're having a a contest <laughs> to give away a Turbo Man action figure if you can right. name all the uh, reindeer. Um, right, right. Did you did you catch the names of the reindeer people were saying? <laughs> Was what was one of them? One of them was like so out of left field. One uh, one was the Jackson Five. Oh, it was Jermaine. That's what they were going. Jermaine Tito. uh, (laughs) 
That's a good bit of writing. Yeah. I got to give it up to Cornfield on that one. That's, yeah. a, that's a clever bit of writing. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, and I don't know if we have any listeners in Minneapolis, but apparently no one in Minneapolis can remember eight reindeer. Um, right. That are specifically called out by name in many movies and songs. <laughs> right. Exactly. But Arnold's got it. And he would have won had Sinbad not ripped the payphone cord out of the payphone. Mm-hmm. And then they're off to the radio station, which is right down the block. Mm-hmm. Um, wherein we have another fight between the two of them. And uh, we come to the revelation that there actually is not a Turbo Man here. It's just a gift certificate. They have a gift certificate, so, so someday you can buy one when they're back in stock. <laughs> right. The cops show up because the uh, DJ dials 911 because Arnold Schwarzenegger is being scary. Um, and Myron escapes the situation with a... <laughs> this is where you know this guy's really crazy. Like <laughs> he, he, uh, he grabs a package out of his bag because yes. uh, he needs to tell them he has a bomb. It's a homemade explosive device. And to put their guns down, or he'll throw the homemade explosive device, and they'll all blow up. Right. <laughs> and the cops just set their guns down. Um, and then they make a break for it and find out. <laughs> that, well, they they think it's not anything, and then it turns out it was actually a bomb that Myron was carrying around and it blows up (laughs) Wiley Coyote style. (laughs) Yes. In the hands of the same cop that Arnold has been running into throughout the whole movie who supposedly was used to be on the bomb squad. Yeah. It's a, in the book it's described as um, leaving him looking sooty. He looks sooty. Sooty. Um, <laughs> just picture anytime Wiley Coyote almost had the Roadrunner, but then it blew up in his face. That's exactly what the cop looks like because yes. that's what happens in real life when you have a bomb. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, let's see. Okay. So a uh, great shot of Arnold with his eyes bulging when the building actually explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets back to his car. His car has been completely stripped and the thieves have taken the time to write Happy Xmas on his windshield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at this point, he's pretty defeated. He calls a tow truck, goes to his house. Ted's still making the moves on Liz. And uh, at this point, trying to put the star up on the Christmas tree. Which is, is a big a, no. You, that, is, that is Arnold's job. No one else gets to put a star on Arnold's tree. Metaphorically or literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And Liz enforces this. You know, she she knows that her husband is fucking up, but she loves him mm-hmm. and is devoted to him. And, you know, you can understand why. It's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. But um so she says, No, 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 that's that's Howard's job. Absolutely. Howard is at the end of his rope at this point, and he remembers that Ted has uh placed his son Johnny's Turbo Man figure underneath the Christmas tree all wrapped. And so what? He breaks into Ted's house with a credit card. You could do this back in the day. You can't really do it anymore. Right. 
but <laughs> I've seen it done many times. Um, yeah, breaks into Ted's house to steal the Turbo Man, accidentally somehow knocks the head off a wise man into yeah. the fireplace. <laughs> yes. uh, there, there's like a almost life-size nativity in Ted's yes. living room because Ted yeah. is a psycho. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the head goes into the fireplace, starts a big fire. Uh, big fire. <laughs> fire alarms going off everywhere. Arnold try, <laughs> tries to make a break for it. A reindeer, real life reindeer, yes, that uh, Ted has uh, tries uh, tries to <laughs> fight Arnold. <laughs> yes, it's great, and the uh, the practical effects on that are awesome. Uh-huh. By the way, because it's it's they have a real reindeer earlier, and uh, Johnny Ted's son has named the reindeer Ted mm-hmm. after his dad. Real imagine Johnny's a real bright spark. Yeah, um, genius. And, uh, he's a, he genius. deserves a Turbo Man. He's a he's a good kid. <laughs> He's a real, real smart cookie. Uh, there is we we kind of skipped over the call with Jamie. Oh, that's true. Howard that's important. And Jamie, yeah, because there's a big conflict over the phone, and Howard is just saying, "Please put your mother on. Please put your mother on." Whereas your mom, and she's and what does she say? She's like over petting. It's a good. It's actually a good line. I don't remember. It's in there. I, petting. T- she's over. She's she's across the street petting Ted or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they mean he means the reindeer, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil Hartman, but <laughs> and and well. uh, Howard Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, snaps at Jamie because all Jamie yes. wants to know is if he'll be there for the holiday wintertainment parade. That's all That's he right. wants is him to come to the holiday wintertainment parade. Wintertainment, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Jamie gets very upset and hangs up on him. Um, yes rightly so everyone should really howard's not the protagonist in this movie he kind of sucks most of the movie (laughs) he does it's true he 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 makes the wrong decision over and over and over again almost exclusively like he he does one thing I, i can't even say he does one thing well he saves his kid he does one thing right (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but nothing else is done correctly in the entire movie. And no, even the saving the kid thing, there's a chance he just thought he was going to be in trouble if he didn't do it. <laughs> right. Right. A lot of it's just based on he's trying to please people. It's not yeah. like he's like making the right choices necessarily. Mm-hmm. No. And a lot falls into his lap. Yeah. yeah. A um, uh, moral philosophy professor would have a heyday with uh, <laughs> yeah. with Howard's intentions in this movie. <laughs> yes, or a child psychologist. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, the the best line to me that Phil Hartman has in the entire movie uh, when oh. he sees the the uh, head of the wise man in the fireplace, oh, yeah. he runs in and just goes <gasps> Balthazar. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's a great line. It's great. I mean, that's how you know that Phil Hartman is such a master because he can take anything and make it. His tone and delivery mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie is perfect. Oh yeah, it's absolutely perfect. He's a real yeah. sleaze ball. But <laughs> he is. Yeah. But yeah, Balthazar. Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly, Arnold gets caught. You know, st- trying to steal the Turbo Man doll from Howard. I mean, from uh, 
Ted's house yeah. by his wife and by Ted. He has totally failed at this point. Low point. It's it's the lowest totally. he's been. Yes, this is the this is the falling action, I guess, of the film. Mm-hmm. And then he has to fight the reindeer. Yeah. But then him and the reindeer bond with the beer, mm-hmm. as we were talking about. Or soda if you're reading the book. That's right. <laughs> and then this is the weakest part in the whole movie for me. He's sitting at the tree house that he built for Jamie, drinking beer with the reindeer. Mm-hmm. Who looks the reindeer, the 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 prosthetic or whatever. <laughs> the reindeer looks so fucked up yeah. by this point. Yeah. Like it looks like a it's monster. Not, <laughs> yeah, it's not beer on its face. It's like some kind of like caramel pudding or something mm-hmm. is what it looks like to me. Um and uh, yeah, anyway. So then he gets inspired. He sees a drawing that Jamie made of the family together and says, All right, I'm gonna go. I'm going to the wintertainment parade. Off he goes. Wintertainment. Don't forget. Wintertainment, yes. So, we wind up at the Wintertainment Parade. Uh, the boys ride in the van with Ted and Liz. Liz very disappointed in her husband at this point. Ted seeing and opportunity. Yes, yeah. opportunity. It, well, <laughs> he perceives as opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted tries to put the moves on Liz. Liz knocks the eggnog into his face. Yeah. Deservedly so. We've been waiting for this moment mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie. Yeah. This is this is where Liz seemed taken aback by the very obvious moves that Ted has been trying to put on her right. for right. an entire movie. The full movie. That's his entire role. <laughs> is is to get a little gropey. It's what he wants to do. Yes. Um, yes. And she seems surprised by this. She's not observant. Right. No. <laughs> she had a lot going on. Yeah. She didn't have time for time. That's bullshit, true. She's basically. Yeah. She <laughs> she's busy being mad at Howard. Uh Jamie keeps needing comforted. Um right. she's making cookies. They're the best yeah, cookies in the world. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> She seems to have a career of her own. Yeah. Uh, of some kind. It seems, I mean, it's never mentioned, but it seems that way. Um, and Howard finally makes it to the parade. Mm-hmm. The wintertainment parade. Upon the wintertainment parade. You, you can't leave wintertainment out. You don't. <laughs> and this is a hell of a parade for like wherever they are. Yeah. Because they've got licensed characters from all over. They've got a lot. There's oh, a lot yeah. happening. Yeah, there. I mean, there's a Sonic the Hedgehog. There's a Ninja Turtle. uh, All sorts of stuff happening, and no one even gives a rat's ass about those characters because Turbo Man's there. That's right, and he is the finale of the show. Mm -hmm. I I was a little unclear how Arnold ended up there, but Arnold. Oh, he had to run away from the cop again. So the same cop. Uh, okay, so we haven't gone through the whole cop timeline. In the first no. scene, the reason he's late to the <laughs> karate is he gets pulled over because he's driving in the emergency lane instead of uh, <laughs> driving where he should by a cop who then gives him a sobriety check. Right. The same cop, he knocks the mirror off the cop's motorcycle. Uh, and right. the cop says, my little mirror. Then that same cop <laughs> is the one that gets his face blown up by Myron. That's right. So when they get to the wintertainment parade, that cop is carrying a tray of coffee around 
Um, <laughs> I'm assuming for his co-workers. I'm guessing, or maybe this guy just needs four coffees. Maybe, and Howard knocks it over. And so the cop proceeds to pursue. <laughs> I think there's weapons drawn, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, there, there are. Yeah, there uh, it's absolutely a, are. It's a great show of appropriate police force. Um, yes. And this chases <laughs> Howard into uh, just a building along the parade route, yeah. which happens to be right. where they're waiting for the actor who is playing Turbo Man, who is not there, and they never explain where that actor was, so who knows. Right. But they assume right. that the large, hulking man with the Austrian accent <laughs> is there to be <laughs> Turbo Man. So they right. say, are you the guy? And Howard goes, yeah. And then they yeah. put a costume on him. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this is like the reason you cast a guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie, because it can't be Billy Crystal, right? Like, the, most of the movie works with a Billy Crystal okay. until you get to this point. Do you want to know who all was, was up yes. for his role? Yes, I do. Yes. Sylvester Stallone. No. Oh, no. You're no. going the complete okay. wrong direction. Okay. Oh, so, three okay. people originally... Were, well, that I remember. There were more. Were considered for his role. Okay. Chevy Chase. Uh, okay. Bill Murray and Steve Martin. <laughs> wow. All of them too good for this movie. Okay. But <laughs> the role of Myron, they yes. originally were trying to get to be Joe Pesci. Oh. But they decided okay. Joe Pesci was too short next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And right. so they gave it to Sinbad. How different is this movie if you have Bill Murray <laughs> fighting Joe Pesci for an action figure the whole movie? <laughs> it does not work. I mean, Bill Bill Murray makes great career choices, right? Like, yeah. He must... Chevy Chase is the only one out of the group I could see doing this movie. Not that he works as a superhero, he because Arnold Schwarzenegger is a superhero. His career was point. dead at this point. Um, okay, mid nineties, yeah. Chevy Chase yeah. probably would have taken it had they offered it to him. Um, but he's got the like, he's got the. I mean, he's he's Griswold. He's you know he's 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 he, he's he Mr. actually would have been he a good fail. Ted. He could have yeah. played Ted. Um, he definitely could have played Ted. Yeah, that's true. Steve yeah. Martin would have been the worst choice. Can you? Yes. <laughs> no. I mean, they would have had to rewrite the entire movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. It wouldn't have worked at all. Um, <laughs> no, that wouldn't have worked. Steve Martin is like way too smart for this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Joe Pesci, I could see actually working. Mm -hmm. I think, again, I think Sinbad is good casting. And now that you point out like, they need to be able to be like tete-a-tete -tete with each other. Right. They need to be able to battle each other. So you need – Sinbad's a big guy. Right. He may not be a bodybuilder like Schwarzenegger, but like he can go head-to-head -head with Schwarzenegger, and it's not yeah. like a weird – Although it would have been really thing. funny to have scenes where Joe Pesci is trying oh, yeah. to fight <laughs> – things out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's hands and Arnold Schwarzenegger just, just like lifts the thing up a foot yeah. and that's the end of it. Totally. So Arnold is now in 
full Turbo Man costume. Oh, and we get a quick glimpse of uh, with with working jetpack. This is important. With work, yes. <laughs> With working flying discs, boomerang, and jetpack, um, we get a quick glimpse of a smoking actor uh, in a booster costume. The, yes. To remind you, the pink t- saber-toothed tiger with the gold thong. Who is Booker? That's Booker mm-hmm. from Revenge of the Nerds, right? Like, that's totally that guy. Fun casting note. That was originally supposed to be Gilbert Gottfried. And oh. Gilbert Gottfried said no. And that it, is why yeah. he sounds like Gilbert Gottfried, because the director said, hey, do a Gilbert Gottfried impression. <laughs> that makes so – because when you hear the voice, you're like, that's Gilbert Gottfried. And yeah. you see him, you're like, that's not Gilbert Gottfried. Is that a beastie boy? No, it's Booger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's good. Yeah, that was fun. Seeing him and seeing Chris Parnell were my two favorite mm-hmm. things in the whole goddamn movie. Um so he's like, where have you been? What are you doing? You know, you're throwing us off. They get on the float. They go out. All this choreography is supposed to be happening. Of course, Arnold doesn't know it at all. Right. But proceeds to smile and wave. Proceeds to pick a child mm-hmm. from the audience. And the audio engineer at the perfect time pushes up the fader on right. <laughs> Arnold's mic. So you can go, damn it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, he he calls Jamie's name out. I don't know if this occurred yes. to you. And Jamie is like, oh, wow, he chose me. How does Turbo Man know my name? <laughs> yeah. As if there's a large number of gigantic men with Austrian accents in Minneapolis. <laughs> Yes. Uh, it's quite clearly your father. He's the only one there. He's he's it. <laughs> um I don't know if you caught this in the book. They tried to explain that away. In the book. No, I don't think I did. I they I added something about a microphone when when they're explaining all the features of the suit to him. One of the features oh, okay. they explain is, and there's a microphone that's going to make your voice sound exactly like Turbo Man's voice. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Which is they not. They mentioned that in the movie, too. Did they? But it doesn't. It makes him sound like does, no. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not even a different Amplified. pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and for right. those who haven't seen it, Turbo Man at the beginning of the movie, he sounds like this which is not what arnold schwarzenegger sounds like (laughs) no (laughs) oh it's great though so arnold pick you know this this immaculate special edition turbo man doll which looks to be about a foot and a half tall Mm -hmm. rises out of the float that they're on he gives it to jamie and then we get a quick shot of a guy as dementor the villain smoking a cigarette uh who you know, off camera gets knocked out. And of course, who is there? But Myron. Myron oh, is now Myron. And with his watery, sloshy brain, <laughs> uh, flop, frothy with bubbles inside at one point. And Myron is going to take that doll away from Turbo Man, mm-hmm. Arnold, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, peril ensues. You know, I mean, somehow he manages to like zip line down onto the float and they have a fight. It makes no sense. None of it. Um, none of it makes sense. <laughs> and, uh, somehow Jamie runs away and ends up on a set piece of a giant 
two-dimensional Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. He and Myron swing down. Arnold Schwarzenegger has to figure out how to use a jetpack. <laughs> uh, and fl- and using the jetpack, he somehow flies through an apartment building and oh, yeah. <laughs> also cartoonishly slams his head into a brick wall, which makes him go boing, 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 and yeah. fall. That's definitely in the trailer, I think. Yeah. I seem to remember that as a kid, yeah, from the trailer. So, you know, Turbo Man eventually saves the day using his boomerang and his discs and his jetpack, saves Jamie from falling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then surprise, on the ground. it's yeah. his dad. <laughs> That's right. And, and Liz has the best line right here where she's like, Howard? Mm-hmm. And then she goes, Howard? Yeah. <laughs> she's like... Wow, mm-hmm. that's well, my husband right there. Yeah, she. I mean, she's all horned up because she's she's been yeah. uh, like Ted's been flirting with her all day, you know. So, I know, I know. So her engine's running, and then and it's then it turns out her, her husband is into uh, cosplay here, and <laughs> oh, boy, oh, humada humada, hi. Iuga. So all is well. Oh, and Jamie, in an act of kindness, mm-hmm. gives Myron, who who we all know is really not a bad guy, maybe a bit of a psychopath, and um, goes to prison a, properly. <laughs> yeah, but Jamie gives him the Turbo Man because mm-hmm. you know what, Turbo Man is his dad, mm-hmm. as it turns out, so which isn't isn't true. Um, no, no, it's not. His true. dad sells mattresses. It's it's a little. It's just different. a childish fantasy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sinbad, one of those improvised lines. I don't know at what point when they're fighting. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before we started, but <laughs> at one point they're fighting, and he goes, "I got sickle cell. Don't hit me." <laughs> I just thought that was like maybe the funniest line in the movie. It's very good. It's a good line. It's a it's a it's a touch of reality. <laughs> um, okay, and then we we do have to also talk about the the other line. Uh, which you did yes. not notice. Oh, I didn't pick up on this at all. Okay. No. So at the beginning of the whole fight, when Myron shows up, Booster, right? Um, what? Which keep in mind throughout the movie, everyone's been very clear. They hate Booster. Everyone, everyone hates, hates Booster. Booster. No one likes yep. Booster. Um, no. Nope. Booster walks up and goes, "Hey, man, you're throwing off the whole thing." And he says, shut up. No one likes you, Booster, and punches him and knocks Booster into the ground. And here is where there's either a problematic line, more than a problematic line. Like, it's a notch above problematic. It's like not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or a completely fine line, and it depends (laughs) on what you hear. So Booster falls to the ground, and this is funny. This is a funny scene. Children come and start kicking Booster because they hate yeah, Booster. That was great. <laughs> that was awesome. And one of them says, we hate you. And then there's another word, which is a slur for homosexuals. Or uh, he says, we hate you, bear. Saying bear. <laughs> okay. Do you remember... Uh, what it was like five years ago the whole is this dress black and white or blue and yellow oh, yeah. or whatever the colors yeah. were it has something to do with your brain or uh-huh. something what you see 
This is one of those situations because I I heard this. So when the the copies I've seen before were not on Disney Plus. This was edited out, right? And I have a theory why. We'll get there in a second. Um, it's in the Disney Plus version. Whatever this kid says. Oh wow! Interesting. Uh, So, um, initially I heard it and went. Did he say what I think he said? I haven't heard anyone uh, casually call someone that since junior high. <laughs> right. Right. Because in junior high, that happened a lot. Um, oh, yeah. All uh, the time. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Um, and so they, uh, you know, I, I rewound it. I rewound it enough times on Disney Plus that it like froze up my Xbox for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out if that's what he actually said. And it really sounded like he said this word. Oh man, that's a bummer. But then I looked it up and someone said, no, he, I didn't hear that. I heard him say, we hate you bear. Um, and bear. if you listen to it, thinking either of the words are about to come out, you can hear it. <laughs> It's, Either and those are very different words. It, they are. Yeah, I mean, it's a Minnesotan accent, so okay. It, bear is going to sound weird. Remember, this is a place where they bear. put things in bags. <laughs> we put it in a bag. Oh, that's right. Um, bag. So it's bear, which it, it all none of it sounds right. Like it, right. it's off either way slightly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um man, that's that's funny though. I didn't catch it at yeah. all. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. So I don't know which one is said still. Um there have right. been people offended by this movie because of that. Sure. Which if it is the one thing, yeah, they should be offended. If it's the other thing, I see why they edited it out because right. my guess is they left it in there going, the kid says, We hate you, Bear. Right. And then when because they, maybe they didn't even hear it. Yeah, yeah. Then when they did the home video release, someone was going, <laughs> that doesn't sound like bear. And so they took it out. And then Disney Plus went, no, it is bear. And they put it back in. <laughs> and, also some. <laughs> and no one knows for sure either way. It really sounded oh, not like bear until I read the word bear. Okay. I don't okay. know. Well, I think that's I think that's fair. I mean, it, you know, but it's not it where it's it not is even and... really in the background. Like they've they've turned it up. Which Right. And knowing that this was a movie for families and was rated PG, I'm right. assuming that it was not the slur. No. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Even in 96, like it never was, and, it know, wasn't okay at that point. So No, no. And it's a word that like you don't say the whole version much. No. Even then, like you would say the short version of that word eh, semi-often, but mm. like the full version was like, "Ooh." Yeah. Dude. You know. Yeah, it's a uh, I don't know. Um <laughs> someone yeah, it's something. And someone needs to go like isolate those vocals and find a way to like analyze it more thoroughly to figure out exactly what it is. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody should really dive deep into that. Anyway. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's something. Um, I wanted to mention that the Turbo Man and associated character suits were done by Kurtzman and Nicotero and is it Berger? K- KGB, the same people that did like Walking Dead there you later go. on, which is kind of wild to yeah. me. <laughs> Uh, Among other things, you know. And this was definitely better than whatever was on Walking Dead because have yeah. you seen the movie? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, watching this, there's a tag at the end of the, after the credits, by the way, too. And it's in the book, too, where it's like, oh, no one ever thought about Liz in this whole fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, Howard didn't get Liz anything either. She's like, she's like, war- she's very warm to him at this point. She's like, you went through all that to get Jamie something. It shows how much you love him. Shows how much you care, which just makes me think, what did you get me? Oh, and then we get zoom God. in on Arnold's face. Yeah. So, you know, that was, uh, <sighs> that was to set up a sequel, by the way. Oh, thank God that never <laughs> happened. No, there that is was- a sequel. It's not. Have you, have you seen the sequel on Disney plus? I haven't There's watched a the sequel. Movie. Yeah. Replaced- I didn't know it existed. Replace Arnold Schwarzenegger with Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh. That's Jingle That's All the Way that too. Exists. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, I know what I'm doing for the rest of the night now. I'm going to watch Jingle All the Way too. That's next year's Christmas. But no, no, no please no, no, don't no. do that. No. no. <laughs> and the novelization, Nathan. Which probably doesn't exist, but. Oh, oh my God! Um, wow. Anyway, overall, yeah. Uh, overall, out of ten, what would you rate the movie? Yeah, it's like a four, probably. Uh, it's now okay. That's quality wise, entertainment yeah. value wise. What would oh, you it's rate? Like the an movie? eight. Yeah, that's yeah. that's appropriate. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely like if I mean if you know what you're getting into, it's definitely fun to watch. Mm-hmm it's like turn your brain off stuff. It's like, you don't really who, you know, plot holes all over. We don't care. Just watch it. It's like, it is, which is what I said at the beginning. It is truly nonstop. It is point to point to point to point to point the whole time. Mm-hmm. Very little slowdown in this movie yeah. at all. It's a, it's and, a uh, quick watch. You know. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Um, the book is just slightly better than 50 shades. Right, and you do not need to read it. Do you know? <laughs> we, I feel like we supported a weird eBay seller. Yeah, and that's like our good deed this I, Christmas. You know, so there's one eBay because it was definitely the same guy. There's no way oh, there's two the separate guy. people pricing no. <laughs> Jingle all the way at the same price. There's right. one eBay seller going, well, hot damn, Jingle all the way. <laughs> is huge this year i i better get more of them because i've sold two in the last three days this is crazy oh my god we really screwed these people yeah he's gonna have like a full box of jingle all the way novels stored somewhere that no one's ever going to buy that's right minus two yeah Oh man! Anything else? I mean, that's that is it. That is it. Um, pretty much. I do want to say that um, that Sinbad got robbed for a best supporting actor nomination for this movie. Agreed. Um, Honestly, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically as far as family holiday movies, 
the Citizen Kane of family holiday movies. <laughs> and not a critique on consumerism. No. Like, no. This is a fully consumeristic movie. Yeah. It's, it's like, yes. It's not, yeah. it's not only not a critique. It's a boy. If you didn't buy your kid a present, you're a real, real turd of a person. So yeah. better go buy them That's things. That's right. <laughs> yeah. More things. Buy them more things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the totally only way to get them to love you. <laughs> That's right. Obviously, you can't be there for them, so buy them shit. <sighs> Totally in spirit with 1996. Like that's that's true. That is the world we grew up in. That is very sure. true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't really. That's that's all I got. I mean, it's uh, it's worth a watch. It's not worth a read. <laughs> no. I we. I mean, I I would recommend if you want to read it. It's very quick. Also, I have a copy. I can send you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah, honestly, you know what? If you what I'm going to do with my copy? My sister is obsessed with this movie. Really? Um, yeah, because it's the finest movie. Have we not talked about that? It's the best movie. <laughs> um so uh I I will be slipping this into her stocking oh, knowing yeah, all too well that she will read this book and uh hate every second of reading this book <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i love it that's that's the best present you could possibly give her <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving it's great um well we might we're gonna see each other in a few days i'm coming down from the the mountains mm -hmm. the mountaintops and I don't know if we'll have time to do an episode or not, but maybe we will. Maybe we'll have time to sneak one in yeah. in person. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. You know, it's otherwise it's going to be a lot of drinking and eating summer sausages and shit. That's <laughs> stuff you do this time of year. <laughs> yeah, that's it is the season for uh, <laughs> is the season for summer sausage. <laughs> yes, and that weird mustard it comes with. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. Um. Well, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Festivus, mm -hmm. everybody. Sushi Jackknife. Nothing more to say. Sushi Jackknife. Bye. You hear those jingle bells, Nathan? I don't. You hear them? I don't hear them. No. There they come. I hear them. They're in the distance. There they are. I don't hear any jingle. I, uh, I think you're messing with me right now. There are no jingle bells. <laughs> oh, it's the hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> what the heck? Why not spread a little Christmas cheer around the neighborhood?